You are listening to You Can Quote Me Podcast with Zoe and Jay, where we discuss quotes, where we agree, sometimes disagree, and play devil's advocate, and all that in between. Stay tuned. Anyway, so if you know the format, I won't say it again. But if you do know the format, I will say it for the first time. (laughs) So the format is, I have three quotes that Jay has not seen, and I'm going to tell him each quote. We're going to discuss it, debate it, maybe devil's advocate it, make that verb. We are. (laughs) And then he's got three quotes, and I've never heard them too. We're going to treat it like uh, vegetables. We're going to slice them, we're going to dice them, we're going to put them in a pot, Stew stew them a little bit of all-purpose seasoning yeah yeah too. we have to do that we have to it's just standard isn't it? i guess i'm hungry right it must be uh, i don't know <laughs> you've got me hungry now i'm okay. not gonna lie um <laughs> um sometimes there's a theme sometimes there isn't but as we both don't know each other's quotes it is what it is i mm-hmm. love that anyway um begin so i'm going first or you're going first i did i go first last time i feel Episode like one. we make our rules so what do you want to go with jay i think i think you i think you should just, I think you should go first. Why do you think I should go first, Jay? Because I feel like, I feel like this, just, I just feel destiny, <laughs> destiny is just destiny. pointing in that direction. Alright, cool. Uh, hey, destiny, let's begin. Okay, so, the first quote is by, actually, I'm going to tell you the quote, and then I, actually, I'm going to tell you the quote, the name of the person mm-hmm. at the end. I don't like rap music at all. I don't think it's music. It's just a beat and rapping. What's your thoughts, Jay? Get out of my house. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's um. So one more time, please, from the top. I don't like rap music at all. I don't think it's music. It's just a beat and rapping. Oh, that's a shame. It's a real shame. I feel sorry for the uh, whoever said it. Mm-hmm. And um, I. Uh, I wish that I wish them well on their journey um, towards whatever they do like. <laughs> Diplomatic. What, whatever that is. But at the same time, I kind of, I mean, you know, nobody has to like rap music. I'm speaking from someone who does like rap music. That's why, that's why I chose it, especially for you. So, but whoever, the thing is, right, when people say that they don't like specifically rap music, specifically black music, it is... It feels to me strongly like an attack on the people who create that music and the people who predominantly um, found the music in the first place. So it's always, 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 when I hear someone say, oh, that loud rap music that was playing from that car or whatever, it, it I always almost take it as, an, as an, a personal attack. Okay, cool. So I feel like you don't agree with this quote. No. <laughs> No. It's insulting. It's insulting to um again I have to say it's okay to not like any type of music that you don't like. I personally don't enjoy opera. Mm-hmm. I respect opera. I respect the talent and the craft of opera, but it just doesn't make me feel great when I hear it. That's probably what this person thinks about or thought about rapping but they haven't expressed it in a way and again i don't like opera but i don't i also 
I would never put it in a way that denigrates the people who make it. I kind of feel like, I get what you're saying, but I don't, I feel like this person said this mm. and because this person is a famous person, mm-hmm. it was now a quote, but this could have been a situation of like, we're having a conversation. Like I can say to you, I don't like celery at all. Mm. It tastes nasty. Um, it messes up the whole of the meal if it's in there. Mm. But now, then, but to me, would you be saying whoever eats celery? Because cause I've taken it as a personal. Maybe it's has, has nothing to do with me. I feel like you me. have because let me let me let me hear the quote. Let me play the sorry, let me let me tell you the quote again because yeah. she doesn't talk about the people who mm. listen to it or mm. who have made it. It's her personal opinion on it. Mm. But again, I don't like rap music at all. I don't think it's music. It's just a beat and rapping. Before I tell you who wrote this, the person is a musician themselves. Okay. It's a shame because it's almost they've contradicted themselves because they've said rap music, am I correct? Yeah. And then they've said it's not music. It's almost not music. I don't think it's music. I don't think it's music. So rap music is not music. So, and that to me is almost like... Saying, going back to your celery thing, celery quote. So it's, it's like saying celery is not food. I feel like I feel like you're reading between the lines, but you're the one who's wrote it. Written the yeah, the reason the, lines. the reason why I'm rolling with it is because I've heard similar people say similar things before. Okay. And it's always always struck me as a personal attack on, like I said, the people who make music make the music in this case. Black people. I'm going to challenge you, okay. and I think it's partly because of who you are yeah. and what you like yeah. that that it becomes an attack. Yeah. But you weren't offended about celery. Why not? I know it might sound silly, but why are you not offended about celery? I guess I have no emotional attachment to celery. Okay. Okay. Mm. So if it was planting. It's a lump of flex, isn't it? If yeah. it was planting. <laughs> I guess it's the honest human reaction. We defend the things we love and... If someone said, I don't like planting, mm. to me, it's not food. Yeah. It smells funny. It's just a overgrown banana. Mm. Um, yeah, that just... How does that make you feel? Well, not that you feel, but how does that feel compared to... I'm laughing. Personally, I'm laughing because I'm like, okay. I'm, it's like that when people compare uh, planting to banana. Mm. Excuse me? Mm. But then, like, I have a friend who doesn't like fried dumplings. Mm. No, doesn't like dumplings. It's just like, why am I, why am I eating dough? Yeah. And this person was of Caribbean descent as well. Yeah. Not that it should make a difference, but, you know, he did grow up on it. And it was like, yeah. And I was like, huh? But yeah, I mean, there are some politics involved, like identity politics involved for me, hearing, <laughs> hearing that quote about, what I'm saying. Yeah. about rap music. And I don't know who said it. That's the thing. So maybe if you tell But you used to rap as it, well, though. Yeah, I did. So I feel like that's... And this is why I chose it as well. Yeah. I want to play devil's advocate. So it does kind of put me in a position like, if it's just a beat, which is, I don't know, what's wrong with a beat? If it's just a beat and it's just... Rapping by assume by assume they mean just kind of talking and just kind of not really. I I don't know, but I would assume, and I don't think they meant talking. I think I think they meant rapping. Yeah, it just to me, it just strikes me as this kind of like a an idea that it's not sophisticated enough 
or it's some sort of primitive art form or not even an art form at all. It's a waste of time. It's a waste of space. That's how I read it. Okay. I, okay. Okay. I, um, where I stand with it, to be honest, because I, because I knew it would be for you, mm. I didn't actually think about it that much. Mm. Um, I agree with her opinion mm. in terms of not actually, I agree with her opinion. I agree with the fact that she should have an opinion about anything that she wants to have an opinion about. Um, but because she hasn't come after certain people, yeah. and I guess I don't have an emotional attachment to rap music. Right. Um, it's not it's not my first genre I'll listen to. I don't dislike it. Okay. There are some dope hip hop artists um, who I love. Yeah. Um, but I'm not a hip hop head. Yeah. So I guess it hasn't necessarily offended me, but it would be good to maybe know more of the situation. But also, I should tell you who it is. Please. It's Nina Simone. She said that. She said that, yeah. She doesn't like rap music. Yeah. To her, it's not music. Yep. It's just the beat. And rapping. And rapping. Now, no disrespect to the OGs of, like, hip-hop and rap. Yeah, yeah. But it has evolved. Yeah. Um, but when I say evolve, I'm not trying to say it's got better or got worse. But she's basing it upon what she's heard at that time and at that and yeah. that era yeah. so maybe if she listened to it now obviously she's passed she might have had a, a, a different step see it's like it's an, it's an age old not an age old it's a rap as long as rap's existed yeah. it's had its kind of like objectors and detractors and people who've not liked it right. and I don't think in many cases it's supposed to be liked it's almost like it's like rebel music originally these are angry people mm. they're not being polite they're not stressing a lot of they're not saying a lot of nice things some of the time so it is understandable to like you said have an opinion that sways that direction mm. um Dion Warwick also said a lot about rap music oh yeah when like NWA came out and stuff like right. that around that time yeah so that's gangster rap that she was more about though no? yeah so that's that's also an issue but if you've just called it not music without understanding the different aspects of it like you said almost without giving it a chance to evolve yeah you know it's, it's almost like throwing a baby out with the bath water like to say it's not music it's just some sort of I don't know how she hears it yeah noise. but then again I I respect Nina Simone not all the time but I respect Nina Simone, so I think that having her, her the ear that she has for mm. music mm. is not the same as my ear for music. And I know that she was originally a classically trained pianist. She was, yeah. So maybe she doesn't find it of a technical, on a certain technical level, on her level of technical technicality. Which is, which is probably why she might have just said it's just beats and rapping. Yeah. Whereas, yeah. Also, don't quote me on this, ironically, but I think someone said um, jazz in the 1940s and 50s was the voice of the rebel people. Right. I'm talking Latin America. And then it started to move into rap. Right. So I think, don't, but I, so I think that's probably, that in both genres of music, jazz and rap, there are people talking for the people about topical issues that yeah. are, are going on. Absolutely. So, in essence, I think they both have, and um, they both should have their place. Okay, so I feel like um, 
what do I feel? I feel like no, I I, I was gonna say I feel exposed, but not in a bad way. Okay. I feel like it's called me out a little bit. Oh, it wasn't my intention. No, but that's it's a good thing. Okay. Shall I move on to the next quote? No, I feel like you need to finish your sentence, mate. I can't. <laughs> I don't know exactly. It's just because it was like because I didn't tell because, you what. Yeah, a little bit because I was like, this person doesn't like rap music. <laughs> who, you know, who are they? Who is this white person? Yeah. And then um, it was Nina Simone, and I. Love Nina Simone. Ah, okay. So your assumption was my there. assumption was that it wasn't a uh, a black person who okay. said the quote. Yeah. And it was an attack on black people okay. specifically. That's how I read it. First of all. Okay. Okay, I hear you. Things happen, isn't it? But like that experience came from you. Said so you've heard something like this before. I have. So heard you these probably before. had presented. It is what it is. Yeah, I hear these kind of things yeah. a lot, and I guess I am conscious as well when I play music um when i share music okay when i play music who whoever overhears that music i'm like i'm always mindful of how it might be affecting them but that's just me and that's fine okay my quote is from nikki giovanni and she said it is not unusual to sift through ashes and find an unburnt picture. Because all you originally see is just the ashes, mm-hmm. the bad stuff. But if you maybe go back with a different light, a new day, different eye, you'll see the good in something. Well, I didn't even I have never I've never looked at it that deeply. Okay. So for for you to hear for for me to hear you say that is this your first time hearing the quote? Yeah, I've never heard it in my life. Yeah. Okay. You Where read, were you at? I read it as it's a visual thing for me. Okay. It's very um, something that I I almost see somebody literally sifting through ashes and finding an unburnt photograph. But to me, it's uh, it's not unusual. To go through somebody's destruction, almost, and find something that's valuable in it that survived that destruction, almost, almost like someone, someone else's. No, go on, continue. It's almost like the phoenix from the ashes. Okay. Okay. So from the ashes rises mm. or survives something that is valuable see okay that's how I see it nice I like it yeah and your agreeance my agreeance or my agreeance your, your agreeance uh, I would like your agreeance um well as we've seen it in different ways mm-hmm. I think I've <laughs> I read it and then yeah I do agree with that I think there's an idiom is an idiom or proverb no a proverb um Someone else's trash is another person's treasure. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, yeah. I, I almost find it true. I almost feel like I have sifted through ashes and found an unburnt picture. Like, in the past before. I don't think I have. But literally. when I see it, yeah, literally. Like, wow, okay. see, going through ashes and seeing uh, there's something that survived and the picture being important. Mm, mm. 
that's how I see, that's how I visually, or I feel it's quite, quite viscerally, like, it's something that I feel. I realised with our quotes, just like talking to you, you're mm. a very visual person, and I'm a very visual person as well, mm. but I think I'm more meta, meta, I can, I can never say it properly, I'm more meta... Metaphoric. Metaphoric? Metaphoric. Metaphorical. I just had an English lesson, a metaphorical, <laughs> in quotes, <laughs> which is quite surprising. Hmm, interesting. Um, yeah, it makes sense, and I agree with it. Um, it does maybe take some time though because if all you're seeing is just ashes mm. and ashes it's like um like i'm looking out the window now and i'm just seeing a lot and lot of trees and leaves and stuff mm. you know if there's like say i don't know if something on one of those leaves if it's not bigger than the leaves or not a different color than the leaves i'm not going to see it what is that why am i not going to see that because my eyes mm. just put everything together and don't and and all it's seeing is okay well these are just leaves so i'm just spanning over it does that yeah, make any sense it does so the ashes are the leaves and um i'm guessing that the ashes refer to the leaves refer to the ashes exactly. in this quote exactly and okay. the picture is the thing that we can miss if we don't see are you looking at my quotes dude i, I, I can't i hope you're not because the then you're cheating i see nothing so why am i talking american accent if if i if what i do sometimes why am I shouting? Okay, um, so this is my second quote to you. Okay. Okay. Do you want me to tell you who wrote it? I kind of feel like I want you to judge the quote on its own. Okay, let's judge yeah? the quote on its own. Yeah. The victor will never be asked if he told the truth. The victor will never be asked if he told the truth. Yeah, because he's one. Oh, okay, that's interesting. So I'm thinking like um, it's like the victor of a war, or the victor of an argument debate. So, um, in terms of the if it was a victor of a war, it's almost like saying they will never be asked because generally, who would be there to even ask them to put them on the spot? So they'll never be asked if they won the war admirably or if they used some sort of tactic or some sort of means that mm. were false or, yeah, not really. Uh, because why? Because why Why they... Why won't they be asked? Because no one else is there, you're saying? Yeah, because if they've won, okay. they've almost, like, in a war situation, if you've won the war, this mm -hmm. almost seems to be nobody existing okay. to be able to ask you if you won the war admirably or if you didn't. Almost like if, for example, if you conquer a people mm. and take their language mm -hmm. there's almost nobody to, able to ask if you've what you did was correct yeah, or true there's almost, it's almost impossible to do that okay so relate it to everyday situation if you can um, I don't think I can but the other way I was reading it that quote was uh, the victim will never be asked if they told the truth mm -hmm. I feel like on a smaller scale mm. the victim of 
debate, a political debate or a political election, for example, they will never be asked if they told the truth. And that's how I kind of Take it. read it two ways. Okay. Um, do you agree? The victor will never be asked if they told the truth. I feel like it's the... Um, they say this to the victor goes the spoils, right? Mm. So it's almost like winner takes all. And also the victor gets to write the story. Yeah, I, I agree with you. I think... Um, when I was thinking, I was thinking on a day-to-day basis, not day-to-day, but like if you have an argument with someone, um, when people have arguments, the main aim, whether it be consciously or subconsciously, is for the person to see that person's truth and vice versa, mm. or, and to come to some type of agreement, right? Mm. So, I don't know, if we got into an argument and you were like, okay, I'm sorry, in essence, I am then the victor, right. so, you've kind of, so you're not gonna ask me if what I was saying with the truth because you've kind of you've said sorry so yeah. in essence you kind of it just goes about saying that you believe what I say because you're yeah. apologising so do you feel that people are trying people tend to try and win by any means necessary even if it includes lying stealing cheating in order to I win? think it depends on the situation and how much your ego is involved mm. like sometimes I feel like an argument can ju- like an argument can be for different reasons like an argument can be no, an argument can have different outcomes based upon why you're getting into it. If like if I if I had an argument with you and I'm just and I just want you to see my opinion, I want you to hear my opinion, but I don't I don't need you to agree with it. Yeah. That's one result. Whereas if I really need you to agree with my opinion, um, and see it from my point of view and apologize, then that might have a a bit of egoic elements into it. Yeah, so I heard something today actually that was another quote and it was um it said it paraphrase it's not important who is right it's more important what is right right and then we can get into right being true being subjective and all that other stuff but yeah so but i do i do agree with it don't agree with the dude but i agree i agree with it so who said it hitler oh really Mm mm-hmm so one more time from the top in that with that context. The victor will never be asked if he told the truth. There you go. <laughs> kind of frames it differently. <laughs> You're kind of there with the war flex. I was like, I mean, cause if he really actually got what he wanted, no one would ever ask. Nobody would be there to ask it's him. It's just, this and, is, yeah. Yeah. The, yeah. The, the race that he assumed and how people should look would be, would be all encompassing yeah and that's crazy to think but um anyway and we move okay so the next quote find my quote list um when art struggles it succeeds when reveling in its own successes it singularly fails you're gonna have to give me that paper i need to read that one you see how this you see how i give him one sentence man <laughs> Give me like three sentences plus a comma. When art struggles, it succeeds. When reveling in its own successes, it is. It as singularly. It has. As. 
singularly failed. Yeah. It's a singularly failed. Um, can you put the paper up here? Because I'm going to sure, have to get around to it. When art struggles... Sorry, guys. I'm going to take it in one more time. When art struggles, it succeeds. When, when reveling in its own successes... Yeah. I can't read that bit, darling. It... As singularly fails, it fails it just the same way as it, it succeeded. Okay. Oh, so many ways I can go with this, you mm. know. Where are you at? Where are you at? Let well, me it makes me feel the question is do you agree with the notion of a struggling artist? Yeah, I call it the beautiful struggle. Right. So, in order, in, in terms of whoever said this quote, they would believe that that is the success of art. Like, the struggle of art is its success. Like when art struggles, it succeeds. It's almost like this premise that you do your best work mm. before you're at your peak. Right, that's interesting. And then to move on, it says also when reveling in its own success, when it's celebrating like I'm the best, I'm a genius, I'm the greatest artist of all time, that's when you failed. Because you're no longer struggling. According to the quote. I think, yeah, I get that. I get it. Mm. I don't think I fully agree with it, though, because I think it takes a level of awareness to know that just because you've succeeded, it doesn't mean you stay at that peak. Yeah. So that hunger, when you're struggling, you need to bring it to that peak. Go back to what you were saying about the beautiful struggle and the best work. The best work that you do is when you're not at your peak because... Um... So like second al- album syndrome. <laughs> like the first album is good, but the second album is not, the not as good as the... Tears, yeah. is that like, you know, the second album got a record deal now, there the studio's go. a bit better, living go. a bit pretty, don't need to like book studio time, I am the studio, yeah. you know what I'm saying? There so there's all these things now that make it more comfortable and if you're more comfortable then comfortable is struggle's enemy, isn't it? So, you know, so that's why, so yeah. Great. Mm. So that, that, that's why, yeah, so I agree with it to an extent but I think it takes a level of awareness. Also, the opposite is, I think it's, I think it's dope if you get to that peak. Yeah. But maybe you're not necessarily... I think it depends on the medium, to be honest. I'm not going to lie to you. Because you can be a painter and yeah. have a beautiful art show and you sell out with all of your paintings. Right, right. right. Okay, all your paintings have been sold. Right. You've only made one. Uh-huh. You're now at your peak in terms of you've sold all your paintings. Right. Now you've got to start again. Yeah. Now you have that reputation, people are liking you, people are expecting more of you, uh-huh. but you still got to go back to the drawing board yeah. and create some new paintings, a new concept that yeah. is a struggle in itself. Yeah. So I think it depends on the medium. I feel like the word reveling in its own success is important. So mm, if you yeah. were to just be in a state of braggadocia, Braggadocia, that, that, that word. I don't know. I love it though. If you were to just be in a state of constantly admiring yourself, almost like, you know, narcissistically, mm. just admiring your work, yeah. just admiring your achievements, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I, I would say I would agree with the quote. I feel like that's when 
the artist failed when there's no longer the connection to the roots of the creation and it's just about this the fame or whatever yeah i hear that i hear that i agree yeah yeah yeah, nice, nice quote. Great, Do you great. know who wrote it? Yeah, I think a gentleman called Owen Jones, who, um, what did he write? He wrote a very interesting book on design that is very influential, that not many people are aware of, but it's, um, shout out to 99% Invisible, which is a podcast where I heard <laughs> about Owen Jones. Shout out. Yeah. All right, cool. So we've got another quote coming up. Yeah, and it's the last one, right? Yeah. Okay. I'll tell you what freedom is to me. No fear. I'll say it again. I'll tell you what freedom is to me. No fear. Okay. Okay. What should you say? Freedom, no fear. Can you tell me who said it? Can we get some context? Yes, I may. She said it. I thought it might be. But, um, okay, so I feel like there needs to be some historical context. Why? Because you can have no fear today. Okay. And that would be different to having no fear 50 years ago but I think the, the but remember the intention is do you agree with that quote yeah so, you're, so, you. so I would say it's different everyone fears different things okay so I don't feel like the absence of fear is the same for everyone true yeah true fear is subjective in some ways yeah oh no it's actually <laughs> everyone deserves to be free from fear from certain things but also fear is there to guide us and we'll never be free from fear so fear in the sense of I see a bear coming uh, and I run because I'm scared like that kind of fear um, is essential for me to survive I need to be afraid of bears do you or you just need to know and it's almost auto- their danger it doesn't mean you have to have fear it's think? almost automatic like the fear is completely in that sense to me the fear is completely rational the fear of bears is completely rational and um and almost necessary i need like i need physiologically and like going back ancestrally to be scared of tigers because that's how i survive Okay. Um, fear of fear of being stopped by the police. Yeah, that's not freedom. So, I need to be free from certain kinds of fears, but not all fear. But is freedom to you having no fear? No. Because. Okay. Because I need some sort of... I will never be free from fear. Fear will always exist. Yeah, but but take it in the context of one thing where you don't have any fear. Do you feel freedom in that? Okay, so 
where we're filming right now is a very a familiar space for you. Yeah. Do you feel fear? I mean, do you feel quite free within this space? Because I, you, I, I, I'm assuming you're not scared right now, right? No. Mm. So do you feel quite free in this moment or in this space? I would say I feel being free, feeling free at least as far back as I can remember. Mm. So um, I would say, yeah, I do feel free. Okay. I, so for my take on it is, I agree with you to a, so generally, I agree with you to a point. So for me, um, I agree that it can't just be this all-encompassing thing of life because circumstances dictate different things. Also, we don't know what's coming around the corner. Mm-hmm. So if you've never seen something or never experienced something, there might be an element of fear yeah. into that. However... When I don't feel fear, I do feel free. But I, but I think freedom, uh-huh. much like I view happiness, is a long-term thing. But I can have moments of feeling free, but I don't think I feel freedom. So are some people more free than others? And is it based on their perception of fear? I want to see this is the thing I don't think we can compare it because it's kind of like okay so a situation someone who has more money than someone else um is probably more free than that person because they don't have to think about a lot of things yeah they're probably not scared of okay this bill's coming I might might be able to pay it because they've got two mil in the bank whereas this person's got 200. Does that mean that they lack fear? No, no, but we're not talking about the lacking. No, I don't think that context, but I think you're saying, are people more free than others, right? Yeah, yeah. So if we take the concept of the tech, of the um, quote, I'll tell you what freedom is to me, no fear. Mm -hmm. The person's got £200 in their bank and is not sure if they can pay their bills. Yeah. Is less, is more restricted than the person who's got two mil. So they, I I don't, I think they're probably going to feel more free. So let's take it back to what the person who said the quote, Nina Simone. Yeah. So, where was she coming from with the quote? I think. Well, remember, she was a, she was in the height of the civil rights movement, so that's where she was coming from. Precisely. Yeah, but if we're talking in our situation, our context is and yeah. to kind of find to find that bridging connection, because I feel like I think that's the thing with all quotes; they are transcending. You know. Yeah. So it's just. So um, I feel like she was maybe talking about a specific kind of fear, and that's lot sort of like. The fear of being black in America or being mm-hmm. lynched. Yeah, for sure, completely. Yeah. And, you know, it, the injustice that was there. So without the fear of... that she was talking about, mm. then, yeah, I would say that she, she knew what she, exactly what she meant when she said that. Does it transcend perfectly into everyone's situation um no i don't know i guess it gets blurry over time for me i think i think you hit the nail on the head in terms of it situational Mm. it's not it's not all encompassing yeah yeah okay yeah cool perfect cool cool, cool. so i've got one more quote i think i've got a quote you got three more quotes no i I did two you did oh that's your third one oh yeah because i started my bad okay what's your last one the last quote is 
you need not search for uniqueness you are unique already there is no way to make a thing more unique the words more unique are absurd it's just like the word circle circles exist there is no such thing as more circular that is absurd a circle is always perfect more is not needed okay um let me think i can't remember if it was denzel washington or will smith but one of them said that um everything you need to know is already out there or everything you think you know or want it is out there yeah um and like going back to the previous episode when i when i spoke to you about the idea of being ourselves and how we are how we're made up of different entities are external and internal mm -hmm. i don't think there's no such thing as being unique but there is a such thing as being yourself does that make any difference does that make sense yeah um what you were saying about denzel washington or will smith that makes me think about something that i think about sometimes which is how the tr everything is out there that we need is out there it's almost like we need to put it together it's almost like we need the words sometimes we need sometimes i feel like personally i need the words mm. in order to give substance to something that i have felt okay or something that i've not been able to have the words too but the words exist they're out there mm. all the words i need they're out there okay. but it's just maybe someone maybe myself putting them together in a way that creates what i need okay okay that makes complete sense so i'm yeah. just gonna read it again you need not search for you you sorry you need not search for uniqueness you are unique already there is no way to make a thing more unique yeah you you need not search for uniqueness you are unique already you are you already mm -hmm. there is no way to make a thing more more unique there is no way to make you more than who you are you can evolve but it starts from a foundation that is that is you anyway the words look at me paraphrasing this dude's stuff <laughs> the words more unique are absurd it's just like the word circle it exists you exist there is no such thing as more. Circular, that is absurd. The circuit is always perfect. More is not needed. Hmm. Mm. Okay. It's a lot, I'm not yeah. gonna lie. Osho. But I do Osho. 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 Yeah. It's a lot, but I get it. Um the premise is there and I do agree with it to a point except for the bit where he said you're perfect. Yeah, I I'll step in there as well. <laughs> I would step in and say, yeah, there's possibly a circle is not necessarily perfect than a square imperfect or a triangle mm -hmm, mm -hmm. imperfect. But I like the idea of the circle being a circle, like you can't be more of a circle. A circle is always just, a circle is always going to be a circle. Mm -hmm. mm. And as long as, so could, and as long as a square has four sides, not four sides, four corners, yeah. it's a square however however it's drawn because the way that you would draw a square and the way that i would draw a square may be different but this they're both recognized as squares correct yeah, yeah. Hmm. okay 
I think. Is that it for this episode? I think it is, okay. yeah. Thank you, guys. Thanks for joining us once more time for You Can Quote Me. And we'll see you next see time. Later.